Hello and welcome to Why Book, the podcast where we read books and then review them. I guess that's what we do. Really, we just give you a whole recap. We just talk about and things. And talk about other things that have nothing to do with this book. Yeah. Like, anyway, I'm Mary. I'm Renee. And this week, we're getting into Jenny Han, who I forgot that I read because I didn't read to all the boys I loved before, Me and too. I forgot that she had other series. Yeah, I I finally figured out the a particular book I had been thinking of was a Jenny Han book. Oh, interesting. But not to all the boys I loved before. All right. Well, this week we're doing The Summer I Turned Pretty, and um, I did not enjoy reading this. <laughs> I don't think I enjoyed it back in the day. This is not my typical kind of book. Yeah. Um, there aren't any <laughs> fallen angels. Oh, God. <laughs> Spoilers. Throw it out. Um, Podcast over. And this whole thing. So, I guess... Well, I'll start with, we have a couple, two of the reviews on the back are from authors we've already discussed on the podcast, mm-hmm. specifically authors you discuss on the podcast. Well, I've read the most just, like, romance. Teen romance, yeah. Um, so, Sarah Dessen, who, back in 2009 when this was published, they referenced as author of Just Listen, which I think I did read that one. I read that one. Um, and Lock and Key. I also read that one. Uh... Yeah, I'd not. But anyway, what she says about this book, a great story about family, boys, and how so much can change so quickly. This book has what every girl wants in a summer. And before we even get into the discussion, I would just like to say, this is not what I want in a summer. If I was 15 and this is my summer, I'd consider it a pretty bad summer. But I'll let you be the judge of that. So bear in mind that Sarah Desen says this book has what every girl wants in a summer. I wish I was reading That Summer by Sarah Desen, <laughs> like, this upcoming week, just for the comparison. But yeah. I am not. And this next review comes from Lauren Miracle. Oh, my God. T-T-Y-L. She says, if I could live inside this amazing book, I would. I would inhale the ocean air and soak up the sun, and I would hang out all day with kind, wonderful, funny, awkward Belly and her two known them forever buds, Jeremiah and Conrad. I'd watch the three of them stop being kids and start being more, and I'd hope, hope, Hope that when Belly falls in love, cause you know she will, she'd give her heart to the exact right boy. Which yes, this girl's nickname is Belly. It's obnoxious and I hate it. <laughs> These characters have they're Jeremiah, I like him. Everyone she's a good writer. The characters in this book are not interestingly written characters. Mm-hmm. We'll get into that. So now the description. Some summers are just destined to be pretty. Oh, God. Belly measures her life in summers. Everything good, everything magical happens between the months of June and August. Winters are simply a time to count the weeks until the next summer. A place away from the beach house, away from Susanna, and most importantly, away from Jeremiah and Conrad. They are the boys that Belly has known since her very first summer. They have been her brother figures, her crushes, and everything in between. But one summer, one wonderful and terrible summer, the more everything changes, the more it all ends up just the way it should have been all along. Oh. Okay. Yeah. And I want to set the scene because this book, I mean, it was published in 2009, so we're just going to pretend it takes place in summer 2009. Mm -hmm. So here were the, like, the songs of that summer. Okay. I got a feeling... This was the year my sister graduated high school, so this would have been her, like, post-grad summertime. Well, she was, we all were, blasting, I got a feeling, my black eyed peas. Had that on my iPod. Love game. Uh, also on my iPod. You belong with me. Uh, not on my iPod. This book has big you belong with me, pick me girl energy. Yeah. There's actually, I didn't look these songs up until after I read it, and I referenced that song in my notes. (laughs) Nice. Wake up in Vegas. Oh my God! K- big Katy Perry phase. Party in the USA. Um, classic. And uh, <laughs> I also need to tell you need to tell you what genres this book counts as. Okay. 
Okay, um, so coming of age fiction. Okay, makes sense. Yes, yes, makes sense. Um, interpersonal relations fiction. Makes sense. Beaches fiction. That's a genre. That's a genre. Okay. Summer fiction. Okay. Vacation homes fiction. Okay. And friendship fiction. <laughs> My uh, favorite genre of books is beaches fiction. Yeah. Not that, not the beaches of Normandy nonfiction, no. <laughs> We're talking fictional beach stories. Interesting. Mine's vacation homes. <laughs> Good choice. Um, and also the listeners can't see this, but the acknowledgement and dedication, they made sure to do fake handwriting font. Oh, I <laughs> fucking hate handwriting fonts. <laughs> Yeah, so I just wanted to point that out, and now we will get into the story. So there's this, it starts with this very ambiguous prologue where they don't reference any names, so you don't know who's talking to each other, mm-hmm. um, and it's this conversation, it's like, I can't believe you're here, oh, are, and someone else is like, oh, are you coming with me? And then we just cut into the story. Mm-hmm. Uh, before we get that, it also leads into it's like summer has led to this exact point. Like every summer has led to whatever these two people are talking about. Mm-hmm. So then we cut to the summer before this conversation. Belly, her brother Steve, and their mom Laurel are driving to the beach house where they've been going since before Belly was even born. Mm-hmm. And it's her favorite part of the year. Mm-hmm. Literally nothing else matters in this girl's life other than going to this beach house in the summer. Mm-hmm. The beach house is owned by Laurel's best friend from childhood. I almost say Susanna. <laughs> it's Susanna, but I don't know why I have dying skate on my mind, so I'm just like, it's Susanna. Oh my god. Susanna. Uh, and she owns this house with her husband and the two sons. The husband's not there all the time because he works and is really busy, so he kind of floats in and out. Mm-hmm. Um, the two sons are Conrad and Jeremiah. And we find out that Laurel and Susanna are literally blood sisters. They have the scars on their wrists that are heart-shaped, like, tiny heart-shaped almost, to prove it. And I don't like talking about scars on wrists. It makes me want to throw up. But I just have to say, I've never heard of someone doing a blood sibling oath by cutting their wrist. That's very impractical. Don't, like, I always, it's always, like, either on the hand or the fingertip, like. But it's got to be cute and heart-shaped. The, like, how did it even get heart-shaped? Did they carve a heart? Like, it's... Um, obviously, yes. But it's, like, a small... It's, like, a prick that Belly's, like, oh, it's, like, basically looks like a heart. And I'm, like, what? Did they just have, like, a... Whatever. <laughs> One of those, like, heart-shaped hole punchers? <laughs> you remember those crafting? I, I had one, yes. Yeah. Anyway, uh, Belly has had a crush on Conrad and her brother Steve pokes fun at her and she's like, knock it off. Um, and she's very, like, very good friends with Jeremiah. And when Belly was born, Susanna decided she was destined to marry one of her sons and she just pushes this agenda ever since Belly was, like, an infant. Oh. She's like, I have two kid- two sons that are just a couple years older than you. You're gonna be destined to marry one of them. She's like, don't worry. You can have plenty of lovers until that point happens. And Bella was just like, I thought it was a little weird that... That is weird. Tell me this. So I was like, it is weird. Um, but she's like, it's not surprising when you know Susanna. <laughs> this is big, small town energy. Yeah. Well, they don't even live in the same town. Mm. They only see each other in the summer. Like, mm. these boys are mm. not even in her life for the rest of the year. They don't... I mean, still, like, yeah. timeshare... Like, there are people we would see every year camping and be like, oh, like, I don't know. Yeah. I mean, it's not even that timeshare situation. It's literally, like, if it wasn't, they don't go into it, but, like, there could, seriously, you could turn this into a plot where, like, the moms just reveal that they're actually a couple and I wouldn't be surprised. (laughs) Like, what, because you you find out Belly's parents are divorced Uh and the other dad's, like, never around. Mm -hmm. They're, like, it's supposed to be a sister bomb, but at some points I was just, like... Hmm. You could spin this. They could be gay. It's Pride Month. It is. Happy Pride Month. <laughs> Last week we had gay witches, and now we have gay moms. So anyway, um, Belly starts wondering what it must be like to know Conrad and Jeremiah the rest of the year. She's, like, imagining their lives in wintertime and, like, them in all... I'm sure it's groundbreaking stuff. Yeah. She's really just, like... She's, like, jealous of the girls. They get to see them in their, like, sweaters and winter coats. Oh, God. <laughs> Yeah. I don't like this character. 
So finally they arrive at the house where Conrad and Jeremiah are hang, hanging outside. Mm-hmm. Uh, and Conrad and Jeremiah see Belly and they are shocked. This girl, she's finally coming out to the good side of puberty. Well, good for her. Good for her. Like, Conrad's clearly checking her out and Jeremiah's just shocked. <laughs> Uh, and she's just like, what do you mean? I, like, just got contacts. And they're like, no, you look different. (laughs) It's not just the glasses. And, of course, classic two love interests, even though they are brothers, we've got Conrad, who's dark features. He's smirking. Like, like, they just... It's the guy, like, the mouth that you want to kiss and you want to be with him. Mm -hmm. And then Jeremiah's curly blonde hair and just, like, a nice guy. But you have to have the, like, the dark one and then the blonde one. Obviously. Obviously. And Belly is so excited that Conrad is noticing her in this new way. And um, she gets to her bedroom in the house and she has this stuffed uh, polar bear that she is named Junior Mint. And we get a flashback to when she was 12 years old. Uh, at this time, it is a quinceanera conspiracy. She mm-hmm. turns 16 later in the summer, but right now mm-hmm. she's 15. We flash back to when she was 12. And this is the first time that Belly had her heart broken. So she and Conrad went to the boardwalk. And Susanna's, like, acting like they're going on a date. But Conrad's actually there to check out this girl that works the ring toss game. Mm-hmm. So Belly's hurt, but she acts like a wing woman, pretends to be his sister to help him, like, get this girl. And he ends up winning her the stuffed polar bear and that she keeps and cherishes. Flashback to present day, Belly and Conrad getting a little close in the pool and she's really flustered. Uh, Susanna wakes up from her nap. Uh... And so goes down to greet the other family that's arrived, and Belly's mom is crying, and Belly's like, you know, that's that's really strange, but I'm guessing it's just because she's excited to see her best friend. And uh, she sees that Susanna looks like she's lost a lot of weight, her hair's looking a little different, Belly doesn't think much of it. Mm-hmm. Um, and Susanna tells Belly that this will be the summer she'll never forget, and reflecting back on it, Belly said she's right. Wow. And they let the kids have wine at dinner. They think they're finally old enough. Belly's the youngest at 15. And Conrad is the oldest. At, he must be like 18 because he just graduated high school. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's just kind of the age range of the four kids. And Jeremiah is showing off this new scar he has on his stomach uh, that he got somehow in football. <laughs> uh, and Belly notices that he's very toned and athletic. And they actually find out that Conrad quit f- football. Conrad quit football this past year, which is very surprising. Um, And Conrad kind of brushes it off and is like, I just didn't want to do it, whatever. And there's just teen boy bickering. Mm -hmm. Uh, And we find out that Jeremiah works as a lifeguard and Conrad is now working as a busboy at a local restaurant. So just your very typical summer gigs. Yeah. I'm sorry. I just can't take these names seriously. Belly, Conrad, Jeremiah. Yeah. Um, And the brother, Steve. (laughs) Like, nobody... (sighs) Jeremiah and Conrad... I guess if you have one, I don't know. There's just like, who was named Conrad? I mean, really? It's literally like that's a peak early two thousands fiction. Yes. Rich white boy name, not yes. real life, only in fiction. Yeah, or like a fantasy guy's name, like a just a random teenager in two thousand nine, not named Conrad. No. Um. This is when we establish that. Oh no. So sorry. We had a flashback to when Belly was 10 years old, and it's this moment where Conrad stops Jeremiah and Steve from bullying her, and this is when she falls in love with him. And we just, it, the whole book, it's clear, she just has such a complex from being the only girl in this summer group, like, of the kids. Mm-hmm. It's just, she has a huge complex about it. And she's constantly remembering she's different. She's not one of the guys. Yeah, I just looked it up. Conrad was... So, not in 2009, obviously, but in, uh, let's say... How old is he? He's, like, 18 in 2009. Okay, so he was... So, he's your sister's age. Okay, so... Because he just graduated high school. 1991, it was the number 600 name in the U.S. (laughs) Yeah, that's that's right. So, we're back in the present day. Uh Uh-huh. And she asked Conrad about 
his girlfriend that she overheard um, Steve talking on the phone to Jeremiah about. Because mm-hmm. Steve actually communicates with the boys past the summertime like normal friends do. Wow. You, there's what email, the there's phones, they they canonically own cell phones. Texting was a thing at this point. Yes. Uh, and Conrad says that the girl dumped him because he changed, according to her. And so Belly asks, like, oh, did you change? And he's like, I don't know. Everyone's Everyone changes. Like, you changed. And she doesn't know what he means by that. Anyway, Conrad's playing the guitar now, and we learn that Belly decides to take piano lessons as a kid after he took up guitar. She had, was like, maybe we can be musicians together. We'll have music in common. Like, this girl has no personality other than her crushes. No. Uh, and then we this one we find out that Susanna used to have cancer, uh, but she successfully went through chemo at some point in the past. Uh, and we cut to... Belly not being able to sleep that night, and she decides to go for one of her usual late-night swims. Conrad's down by the pool smoking cigarettes, a habit he started this past year. And Belly's trying to convince him that he should quit, and he's just like, yeah, okay, whatever. (laughs) And then the next day, Belly's mom says that she should call her dad, but she really doesn't want to, and she says that, you know, dads don't belong in the summer house. Like, this is the mom's and the kid's thing. Mm -hmm. Like, other than... Susanna's husband, Mr. Fisher, showing up, like, every couple weekends, like, he might stop by when mm-hmm. he has time between his office job, but really, there, this is a no-father zone. Mm-hmm. And we flash back to age nine, um, and it's this really weird flashback where they're playing, like, some kind of card game at the summer home, and <laughs> I don't remember the exact conversation, but it, it sounded like Susanna was implying that Belly's mom cheated on her dad. Oh. Susanna, at one point, like, later in the conversation, is like, oh, Belly's definitely your your kid, and Belly's mom goes, no, she's her father's daughter, and then, like, the two women share this secret look. I'm like, what is happening? Oh, my gosh. And, okay, so this is what happened. So then... Uh, they're talking about the card game, but Susanna makes a comment about, like, oh, your mom has always cheated. And, like, in the context, it sounds like they're talking about her marriage. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's not good. Yeah, that's never brought up again, but, like, I'm just like, is that, was that what you were going for? Because they don't mention, like, why her parents got a divorce. Okay, so this is still in the flashback. Yeah. And Belly says that... You know, Mr. Fisher visits every once in a while, summer home, and he and Susanna are such, like, a great couple, and, you know, they make each other laugh, and they're very in love. Uh-huh. And, um, Mr. Fisher gets along with Belly's mom as well, like, they have some bickering, but they share those, you know, laughs and smiles, like, they're pretty much friends as well. Uh, and Belly mentions that at, at this point, when she's nine years old, there aren't many smiles between her mom and dad anymore. Uh-huh. And she says that her dad stopped being her hero when she saw him with one of his PhD students seemingly on a date. But this was after the separation. So that's why I'm like, okay, but did the mom cheat on him? Yeah. That's my theory. Um, and Belly said that she should blame her mom if she's going to blame anyone for the divorce. This, like, is not at all central to the rest of the book, but I'm all in on what happened in this divorce. Because <laughs> she, she, she said she should if she, she should blame her mom if she's going to place the blame on anyone. Yeah. And she says that during the divorce, her mom was, you know, very calm and accepting of it, and her dad was the one that was uh, crying and was an emotional wreck and really took the whole divorce hard. Uh-huh. And we actually get this very sad description about the divorce, like, from Belly's perspective. Uh-huh. I was like, God, like, I, I haven't gone through this, but I feel really upset hearing this. <laughs> Jenny Han, like, like I, she does write well, just the characters were not fleshed out. Yeah. Uh, and anyway, so it talks about how the dad moved out and took the cat and, like... She describes his new apartment as being sad and, like, kind of lonely and all that. Mm-hmm. And she's not comfortable because it's not her home. 
And she says that the divorce was all on the mom's side. The dad would have stuck out the marriage if the mom didn't go for the divorce. Yeah. So that's why I'm like, did she cheat? I mean, it certainly feels like something, you know? Mm-hmm. Anyway, and we also find out that the mom goes on all these solo trips when the kids are visiting the dad's side of the family. Oh. <laughs> she's, yeah. I guess she's a bit of a free spirit. Maybe gay. We don't Maybe know. For her, you know? <laughs> Uh, so we, we're back in the present, and Belly's mom comes to her room and asks if Conrad is doing drugs because Susanna is worried about his change in behavior this past year. Mm-hmm. And Belly's like, why would I know that? Like, ask Jeremiah. Or not. But what's her brother's name? Ask Steve. <laughs> Steve. Steve. Okay, and we flash back to the summer when Susanna was in chemo, and it's the two moms getting high together. <laughs> Uh, it's an amazing scene. Like, Belly's like, she's like, I was embarrassed. I couldn't believe they were doing that. But I'm reading this, and I'm like, good for, they're having, they're having a time. Vibes. Straight vibes. <laughs> um, and this, we found out that this was a summer where Jeremiah and Belly really bonded because mm-hmm. um, he needed emotional support with his mom going through the cancer. Conrad really just, like, shuts off and leaves. Yeah. But uh, he really needed, like, support. And Belly was there for him. And so we cut back to present day, and she goes on what's basically a very cute movie date with Jeremiah. And there's a point where she thinks they're about to kiss, but she's like, no, I'm his bruh. Like, I'm his broski. I'm his bros if Gordon love it. That's not well, happening. It's funny. It's funny you say that, because that whole getting high at chemo thing reminds me. I don't know if you ever saw the movie 50-50 with Joseph Gordon-Levitt. Um, no, but I know what you're talking about. Yeah, because he has cancer. Yeah. He gets high with, like, some old guys. Yes. During chemo. I remember that in the previews. Yeah. Anyway. So, that's just what I was thinking of. Yeah. So then we flash back to the summer she brought her best friend, who's so obnoxious. Her name's Taylor, but she invites, she, it was last summer, so when Valley was 14, she invites Taylor to spend at least, like, a little bit of the summer Mm -hmm. at the home. And all we we get from the get-go is a horrible decision on her part, she realized, to invite this newcomer into the situation. Mm-hmm. Um, and I it can just be summed up with jealousy. Oh, my God. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, go back to present day. <laughs> Jeremiah decides to teach Belly how to drive stick because he thinks it's really attractive when girls are confident and can drive stick. Please note, Belly doesn't have her driver's license yet. I don't know if she has her permit. And Jeremiah is, like, 16 or 17 years old. And the moms are like, yeah, let Belly get behind the wheel of a car. See, this is what I mean by small town energy. I have a feeling this takes place because we do... uh, they, there's reference to, like, there's a girl wearing a Red Sox cap. It feels very New England to me. So if I had to... I mean, it could be Maine. I don't, I don't know if it's the Cape. It's somewhere in New England. Yeah, because, like... Small town, The coastal. mom dynamic, whatever. Like, oh, you're yeah. going to marry my son, whatever. That's, like, a whole small town thing. The Yeah, we'll have wine at dinner. It's, like, a small town... I don't know. This whole thing is just giving me, like... Not sheltered vibes, but, like, I don't know, small town energy. It definitely feels... I mean, this is from the people that I know that had, like, lake houses or cape houses. This feels right for that kind of summer thing. I I was at camp, so it was very different. It was a cult. (laughs) An all-girls cult. Um, So we're back to... So, yeah, we're doing the teaching stick, which shouldn't be happening. (laughs) But it is. Yeah. And they start talking. Taylor comes up about the last summer. And we find out that, like, something clearly happened between Taylor and Jeremiah because he references kissing her more than once and that she always tasted like Skittles. And we also find out that Jeremiah was Belly's first kiss. Mm Mm-hmm. And so we flash back to that summer with Taylor again, and it's this she wears short skirts, I wear t-shirts moment, because Taylor's like, which sundress should I wear? And Belly's making a whole point about how she's just wearing, like, a baggy t-shirt and shorts, and she's, it was very, it's very much that energy. Yeah. And then apparently I am Belly's mom, because Belly says that whenever her mom's in charge of cooking, it's just some kind of seafood with lemon, olive oil, and a vegetable side. 
And then I was like, wow, wait, that's me. And then I was just like, wait, no, that's just called being from New England. Yeah, I mean, that's a pretty standard meal. That's just like a New England meal. Yeah. I was like, that's just called being like a, a white New England family. Yeah. Like, lemon, done. Uh, and so Taylor decides that out of the two boys, she's going to pursue Jeremiah instead of Conrad. And Belly's upset, and she's like, I thought you liked Conrad, but now you seem to like Jeremiah. Like, you can't have both of them. Like, scandal. Yeah. And Belly's like, I don't like Jeremiah. I just don't, like, Taylor's just trying to have a hot girl summer, and Belly's <laughs> not. Like, truly, like, this is, I think Jenny Han invented hot girl summer. <laughs> I mean, the book is literally called The Summer I Turned Pretty. Yeah. But yeah, so Taylor. But, like, in this flashback, it's literally just Taylor going after a hot girl summer and Belly being extremely upset over it because she, at this point, like, she's not at nice. that point in her life. Nice. So we're back to the present day, and um, Steve is packing up to go to our colleges with their dad. So he's going to be gone for a month. I'm like, how many colleges are you touring that you have to leave? I'm like, I guess maybe you're just going to spend some time with your dad on top of it. Yeah. But he's like, I'm going to be gone for a month to look at colleges. And I was just like, all right. Like, unless are you doing like a cross country looking at, at schools in every fucking state? Like, what? Yeah, what? I don't know. But he's, Steve's gone for the next month. Steve? Steve is gone for the next month. Uh, and then, so Belly's going out to swim and she sees that Jeremiah and Conrad have a friend over, and it's this guy named Clay who is, like, 19 years old. Like, he's a, a year older than Conrad, so I guess he'd probably be 19, yeah. Uh, and he is just, like, a horrible guy with predatory vibes. Oh, that's So not good. he's, like, clearly checking out Belly and, like, kind of hitting on her, and he's like, how old are you now? And she's like, oh, I'm, like, however many years younger, but it basically establishes that she's 15, and he was like, oh, my last girlfriend was 15. And Pelly goes, isn't that illegal? Oh, my God, no. That's not good. That's why I'm like, I think he's 19, because they say he's... But, but, like, maybe he's, like, 18. But because she makes that comment, I'm like, no. Yeah. Oh. And he's just, like, she feels very uncomfortable. So she lies and says that she has a boyfriend. And so Jeremiah and Conrad are like, you have a what now? <laughs> you didn't tell us. Hello. <laughs> and uh, Clay invites her to his infamous 4th of July bonfire. And she's excited to get that invite, even though she doesn't like him, because that's, like, the place to be if you're yeah. a teen. And uh, so she goes with Jeremiah and Conrad. Mm -hmm. And when she's there, she sees a cute guy with skin the color of toasted coconut flakes. The kind you put on ice cream. Oh, you love a good food comparison. Yeah. And she elaborates saying that he's either half Japanese or Korean, probably. Okay. Yeah. And he walks up and is like, I feel like I've met you before. And they, she's like just listing places around the, the summer area, like the beach and all that. He's like, no, did you study Latin? And she's like, yeah. And he goes, did you go to this Latin convention for middle school, whatever, in Washington, D.C.? Like, like Latin in middle school? If it's a, I'm guessing they go to private schools. Oh, okay. That makes sense. Yeah. Because I've never heard of a public school doing Latin in middle school, but yeah. it would make sense for private. But anyway, they were at the same Latin competition convention thing in eighth grade, and he remembers her. Wow. So that, that was like, they were like 13th in two years, probably. And he goes, I'm Cam, but my Latin name was Sextus Salve, which means hello. Wow. And she says that her Latin name was Flavia, but her real name's Isabel, but everyone calls her Belly. And she goes into this, like, paragraph-long explanation about why her name's Belly. And it's be basically just because she loves Jelly Belly, Jelly Beans. Okay, yeah. sure. Um, and they're talking a little bit, and then he corrects her pronunciation, and she, he's like, FYI, your name isn't Flavia, it's Flavia, because the V's in Latin are pronounced like W's, and I would just like to say, we finally <laughs> have flipped the script from just incorrect Latin uh -huh. to a kid that knows what he's talking about. Wow. Jenny Han, you win the Latin that's, award. Let's hear for Jenny Han. Woo! Jenny! You took Latin, I can tell. 
Imagine she like reviewed one of the books with bad Latin things in them, and like her only comment was like the Latin was wrong. <laughs> she's on the back of like uh, what, what blue bloods, blue bloods and she's yeah. like. Amazing concept, like loved it, blah, 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 your Latin was wrong. Page 77. <laughs> so Cam says that he's going to be leaving early from the bonfire to study whales because he wants to intern on a whale watching boat and needs to take a whaling exam. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Jenny, I was curious. I was like, is Jenny Hine from, like, Massachusetts? Because I didn't think so. She's from Virginia. She went to college in UNC. I didn't look far enough to see if she's lived in New England, but I was just like, we're getting we're getting all the New England, like, talking points. We're like, yeah. whales, seafood that's basically unseasoned. <laughs> wow. There's a girl wearing a Red Sox hat at the beach. Anyway, uh, so Cam offers to give her a ride home uh, if she's looking to leave. The, the party as well. So she goes to tell Conrad this, and Conrad's had one beer. He's not drunk. He's like, no, I'm not drunk. I've only had one beer, but he's been drinking, folks. <gasps> and he's flirting with the Red Sox hat girl, and she and Conrad get in a fight because she says, I'm getting a ride from this guy, and he's like, who the fuck is that guy? No, you're not getting in a car with a stranger. <laughs> and so they get in this fight, and the girl's like, wait, is this your girlfriend? And he's like, no, it's just my mom's, like, it's just, like, my family friend. And so Belly's upset because she's like, oh, I'm just, like, your mom's mom, like, mom's friend's kid, whatever. Um, and then Belly is like, to the girl, you shouldn't <laughs> pursue Conrad and like and basically being like he just wants to look at himself in the mirror like he's not worth it oh. you're barking up the wrong tree and so the girl's like what do you mean and then belly gets snarky with the girl um and this random red Sox hat wearing girl calls belly a skank <gasps> not a skank <laughs> when was the last time you've heard someone use the word skank um probably in 2009 yeah <laughs> But this whole fight shouldn't be happening, but it is. And that random cam guy is in the background, like, watching this from the distance. So then Jeremiah comes over and is like, what's happening? And and just, like, a whole scene happening at this party. And Belly just storms off. And Cam's like, you know, I don't think it's probably the best for you to just bounce after everything that happened. So I can stay a little longer and I'll just, you know, chill here with you for a bit. So they do that. They sit by the bonfire, but it's getting, you know, dark out and she's chilly and didn't bring a jacket. So he gives her his sweatshirt and it is over for her tiny teenager brain. A guy just gave her his sweatshirt. And she's like, this is true love. Not really, but essentially. She's like, finally, a guy's noticing me. This is every girl's dream. Wow. Which I mean when you're like more and and I used to see that more in middle school, but I guess in high school too, like a cute guy giving you your jacket and cuddle up next to a bonfire. That's what all the YA novels made you think was the dream. Yeah, uh, <laughs> never happened to me, so. I never happened to me. Like, <laughs> I read this book and I'm like, teenagers dating? That's not real. It's fake. It's, it's fake. made up by the bourgeoisie. <laughs> the birds. The birds made it up. Yes. Uh, and so when he takes off his sweatshirt... He's wearing a t-shirt that just says straight edge on it. And he explains that this means he doesn't drink or do drugs. He used to even not have caffeine, but he likes Dr. Pepper too much, which if you're choosing a soda to love, that's the right one. Like, is he a Mormon? <laughs> no, he's he drinks soda. But yeah, he's straight edge. Might be friends with a meth dealer. We'll get into that. Oh, <laughs> So then he has to leave, and Belly gives him her number uh, after he asks for it. And then later that night, um, Jeremiah mentions to Belly that Conrad's been going through a lot, so, like, she shouldn't try to stir up anything or give mm-hmm. in to, like, try to, like, you know, understand that he's not in a good headspace, so just kind of watch mm-hmm. for what happens. Mm-hmm. Uh, and Belly notices that Mr. Fisher hasn't visited at all this summer so far, and that uh, Susanna has been kind of sick a lot. Mm-hmm. 
And then we get basically just Belly and Cam are talking on the phone and hanging out all the time. It's it's summer L-O-V-E. L-O-V-E? Justin Timberlake coined the concept of summer love. Did you know that? Let's not talk about Justin Timberlake. Why? Um, have you heard of his crimes against women? <laughs> what? <laughs> you don't know about the Justin Timberlake involvement in the Britney scandal? What? You haven't heard about that? Mary, I don't nothing about the Britney scandal other than her dad has the, this, oh. the thing and then her sister's somehow involved. I, I don't know everything, but... Uh, the Mickey Mouse Clubhouse? Basically, after, like, so they were an item, right? Yes, that, uh, that I know. He basically used their relationship to, like, propel his own career. Like, he would, oh. like, just make comments about, like, her in bed and, like, whatever. Like, he would just basically... Was Justin to her and allegedly other women as well. Damn. So enemy of the podcast number three. I know. We keep playing Senorita at work, which is undeniably a bop, but I just can't listen to it the same way. I don't know what song. Um, it's from his first album. Anyway, I'll take your word for that. Well, never mind. Yeah. Oof. Where was I? Um, summer L O V E. Yeah. Oh, yeah, and so Belly keeps wearing his sweatshirt all the time. Like, she's just wearing it all the time because she's so obsessed over the fact that a cute boy offered a sweatshirt to her. Standards. I he wants it back. This, well, they, they had a race in the pool, and she was like, if I win, I'm keeping the sweatshirt. Oh. Uh, and he asked if she's supposed to restyle. And she goes, no, backstroke for days. <laughs> And then they have a swim to the death. Bum, 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 Whoever loses bum, has to commit bum, bum. <laughs> Yeah, anyway, um, Cam invites her to a party uh, that his friend Greg is hosting. And she mentions it to Conrad and Jeremiah. And Conrad goes, isn't Greg a meth dealer? Oh. And she's like, no, like, this guy doesn't, he's, he's straight edge. He definitely doesn't run to the meth dealer. And Jeremiah's like, no, I think that might be the other Greg, but he's, like, really not sure. Oh. So some Greg in this beach community is a meth dealer. Okay. <laughs> Just put, sure. Putting that out there. Uh, and so then the boys are like, we're gonna go then. We know Greg. <laughs> And then she gets dressed up for one, so she's wearing a dress and makeup and perfume, and Jeremiah and Conrad just keep teasing her about it, and she's mad at them. Then she's having a pretty good time with Cam at the party, but a commotion breaks out because a wasted Conrad is in an argument with, like, a 20-something-year-old. So Jeremiah and Belly have to, like, interrupt this fight and leave with Conrad. And there's this soft moment between Belly and Conrad in the car where he's, like, drunk and, like, touching her hair. And it's like, oh, your hair's so soft and nice. Anyway. Oh. Yeah, just drunk dude doing drunk dude things. Great. Uh, so then Cam and Belly go on an official date. And Cam reveals that the reason he remembered her from the Latin convention was that he thought she was the prettiest girl there. And he even remembers her exact outfit. That's a little creepy. That's very creepy. And he's like, I almost threw the competition so you would win. That's that's weird. That's so weird. That's weird. I would get out of this car. I don't care if it's moving. No, yeah, that's weird. It's so weird. And then they kiss. And Belly goes, I wish this was my first kiss instead of what my actual first kiss was. Anyway... She walks in on Susanna and her mom having an argument, and the boys reveal to Belly that their parents are going to get divorced, but the parents don't know that the boys have figured it out. Mm. Um, so that's why Mr. Fisher has really not been visiting. And Cam comes over for dinner, and the other boys tease him for being a vegetarian, but, you know, he's all into animal ethics. Good for him. Good for him. But he does end up bonding with the whole beach fam. And we get more flashbacks to the summer before with Taylor. Taylor. Um, and I gotta say, this is one of the points where it's so clear that Jeremiah is the superior character in this whole book. Because Taylor does the classic, that's so gay. And he calls her out. It's like, no, you can't use gay as an insult. Like, that's not cool. Mm-hmm. We love a good ally. We love that. We love it. 
So they play Truth or Dare with Taylor and the whole gang. Mm-hmm. And at one point, uh, one of the boys asks Taylor for her truth. Who in the room does she most want to kiss? And she goes, well, obviously it's Belly. Like, don't you see how, like, pretty she's becoming? And she's like, joking. I'm like, mm, are you? Hmm. Are you? Hmm. Uh, but then... Belly gets dared to kiss, or Jeremiah gets dared to kiss Belly, and that's Belly's first kiss, which mm-hmm. my first kiss was also someone getting dared to kiss me in a game of truth or dare. Fun fact. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, Belly gets very upset because Conrad is making fun of her for this kiss. I mean, she has a huge crush on Conrad, and she knows that Taylor was, you know, trying to make moves on Jeremiah, but Taylor's like, oh, don't worry, I'm not mad at you. And Belly's mad at Taylor because she's like, your whole presence here is throwing off the summer and it's not fun because you're here. And then the next day, she sees Taylor at the beach with a guy and she's like, oh, see, she's making the moves on Jeremiah. It is Steve! <gasps> Steve! It's Steve! And she, like, this is the point where I was like, Taylor should try to have a hot girl summer. She ma- pulled, like, some moves on Conrad and then moved on to Jeremiah. And now it's Steve. She's just trying to have a hot girl summer here, which, like, I mean, she's only 14, so. Okay. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> Whatever, but Belly low-key slut-shames her for this. Oh, no, Belly. <laughs> yeah. And anyway, that it's the whole thing. Taylor is like, you know, I've had a crush on your brother forever, and she's like, you know, I didn't. And then why are we making moves on the other guys? Yeah. Uh oh. Okay. <laughs> like sure. It's weird. We come back to present day. Uh, Belly and Cam are hanging out, and he goes to get her a glass of water from inside, and he's gone for 45 minutes. So she goes inside, and he's playing video games with Conrad and Jeremiah. So she gets mad, and then she and Conrad exchange a couple harsh words. Uh, and then we cut to Belly trying to, like, seduce Cam with skinny dipping, and he is not into it. And so she's like, is this guy gay? Because obviously, the only reason this teen boy wouldn't want to go skinny dipping with this girl is that he's gay. Yeah, obviously. 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 But it's okay, because they get over this tiff. Don't worry. Oh, thank God. I was worried. Oh, I know you were. I was concerned. Uh, and so Jeremiah talks to Belly later, and he doesn't believe that Belly's actually over her crush on Conrad, even though she's claiming she doesn't like him anymore. Mm-hmm. And Belly's mom is upset because she's not spending much time around the house because she's always out with Cam. And then she overhears, um, Belly overhears Susanna and her mom talking and about how they're worried about Conrad's behavior and her mom being like, look, you just need to tell the boys the truth um, because Conrad's acting up probably because he just realizes something wrong is going on. Mm -hmm. And... Susanna basically makes a comment about not wanting to ruin summer because it's supposed to be this perfect time. She'll tell them when summer ends. And Belly is like, there's no such thing as a perfect summer. Like, I don't think those exist anymore. Yeah. She's all angsty. Oh, Cheetan also thinks that. So Belly has her 16th birthday. Woo, party. Woo. Party and, and party and... Yeah, party and party. When did Friday yeah. come out? 2010, 2011? Friday, Rebecca Black. I want to say 2011. No. 2011, yeah. Oh, yeah. Wow. Good for you. And then it got a, a Glee re-recording. Actually, you know what? Part of why I know that is that there's a, when, um, there's a season of the newsroom that takes place in 2011, and they always do the, like, pop culture references, and they, they included that in that. Anyway, good times. Well, so anyway. It's Belly's 16th birthday! <laughs> She talks about how, you know, Taylor had a big sweet 16 and people have all these big parties, but, you know, she's happy to have her birthday at the beach at her perfect summer home. Mm-hmm. Uh, and her mom says that she can invite Cam, but she doesn't, and she doesn't even tell Cam it's her birthday because she really wants this to be a, like, traditional beach family event, mm-hmm. even though Steve is still gone. Steve. Steve. So, Susanna gives Belly a pearl necklace for her birthday, and this was the pearl necklace that Susanna's dad gave her as a present. Mm-hmm. Conrad just forgot that 
It was her birthday. That's that's a normal teenage boy thing. Yeah. So Jeremiah got her a silver charm of a key for her charm bracelet. And we flash back to her 11th birthday. Susanna bought her a charm bracelet with a few charms on it. And um, this was when Belly realized the difference in wealth between the two families. Mm-hmm. Because Susanna and that family... I mean, they own a beach house. They're affluent. Mm-hmm. Belly's family, not so much mm-hmm. <laughs> at all. Um, and there are moments where Belly's mom is actually uh, rather uncomfortable about Susanna dropping money on her kids. Mm-hmm. Like, there's this summer where uh, Susanna, well, last summer, Susanna bought Belly this really nice dress. And Belly's mom was like, no, Susanna, you, you can't do things like this. Like, she doesn't need a nice dress like this. Like, please go return it. But uh, when Belly got home at the end of the summer, she saw that Susanna had just snuck the dress into her suitcase Mm -hmm. Uh, anyway. uh, So we cut back to her birthday celebration. Uh, Well, it's after. So by modern day, uh, Cam asks Belly if she wants to keep in touch after the summer since summer is coming towards an end. Mm -hmm. And they exchange cell phone numbers because previously he only had the, like, beach house number. Mm Mm-hmm. And Jeremiah then notices that Belly and Cam really aren't hanging out or talking after this point. Mm-hmm. Uh, and Belly's like, well, you know, summer's coming to an end. It's whatever. doesn't really matter. And he confesses to Belly. <gasps> He's like, look, I like you more than a friend and more than a, the fake sister or whatever. But, like, are you actually over Conrad? And she says she's not sure. Mm-hmm. And Jeremiah gets very upset. And he poses this hypothetical, well, not hypothetical, he poses this rhetoric question when he goes, why is it always Conrad over me? We flash back to when Belly is 12 years old, and it's this really sad scene where Jeremiah admits that Conrad is their dad's favorite kid, and the dad loves spending time with Conrad more than him. So Jeremiah's just living in his brother's shadow and feels like everyone picks Conrad over him. And I don't know why, because Jeremiah is a nice boy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he deserves the world. Okay, we're back to present day, and Belly decides to go confess to Conrad, and he's like, I don't like you that way. You know, you're just, you're stringing along guys, like, whatever. And so she gets mad, and she's like, no, you're the one stringing me along. Like, it's clear you have feelings for me. You've been getting jealous, and you've been, like, acting weird all summer. Like, you can't deny that you're interested in me. And I'm like... <laughs> Belly, that's a very bold statement. Yeah. Yeah. And she's like, clearly you don't want to commit, but you want me, you just want to know that I'm interested and there's an option. Mm-hmm. Uh, and she's like, but you can't, ha- like, if you're going to keep this up, you're not going to have me, like, as a friend, as anything, we're through. Um, and she manages to piss him off. Uh, not just through this, she makes comments about how, like, you know, you've been acting up all summer and it's upsetting your mom. Like, mm-hmm. how can you do that to her? Like, you know, blah, 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 blah. And he kind of, like, grabs her by the shoulders. And so she starts crying. And Jeremiah shows, shows up and he confronts Conrad. And it's like, you can't take these things out on Belly. And, you know, you're acting just like our dad. And Belly's like, and in that moment, I realize things aren't about me. There's other issues going on with these boys. Whoa. <laughs> what? How, like, I just realized the world doesn't revolve Exactly. It's like, wow, belly. Anyway, <laughs> Conrad and Jeremiah, they get in a physical fight, as brothers nice. do. Nice. Uh, and then the moms come out, because they hear all, all, all the noise. Mm-hmm. And Susanna breaks down, and this is when Belly's mom reveals to... Uh, to Belly that Susanna's cancer is back and very aggressive. Uh-oh. And Belly is in shock and in denial that, you know, th- she's like, things will be okay. And Belly's mom's like, they're not. Yeah. And I'm like, I know, I know teenagers are not the smartest, but Belly's noticing things like her, like Susanna is very thin. She's really not well. Does not look good. And yeah. So I guess when you're young, you don't really think about 
cancer coming back. I get that. But, like, Belly's acting like this is out of the blue. And I'm like, this woman looks like she's dying. We've established. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and we find out that the boys knew about the cancer. Belly's the only one that didn't. So the only thing the boys... The boys didn't know about the divorce. Yeah. The mom was holding that back. And Belly's like, I can't believe that Mr. Fisher would leave her. And the mom's like, look, things like this are complicated. They both agree that it's time to split. Yeah. She's like, there are other things. She's like, you're a child. You don't understand. Yeah. Which is like, this end part where they get into Susanna's cancer coming back... It's probably the best part of this book, like, writing-wise. And, like, she does this part really well about what this woman is going through and how different things play into each other. Yeah. But that part, I was like, Jenny Han, you're really good at writing. Uh, Belly and Jeremiah, they platonically sleep together in the same bed Mm -hmm. because of all this overwhelming grief. And it's, like, when they were kids, um, they would sometimes, like... But really little, they would sometimes share beds, and it was always Belly and Jeremiah sharing. So that happens. Um, Conrad rolls in drunk, like crack of dawn. Great. And Belly's just like, I can't believe I thought I loved you. <laughs> and Conrad makes some snarky comment, knowing that she just came from Jeremiah's room. Uh, Susanna and Belly then they have a really nice heart to heart about the whole situation and everything going on and she actually reveals that it wasn't Susanna who put that dress back in her suitcase Susanna's like your mom must have gone back to the store and bought it after she had me return it and she's like why wouldn't she tell you why would she do that and she's like your mom she's just like this she's an amazing person but you know, she's not the most forward about these things. Mm-hmm. And Susanna asks Belly to take care of him when she's gone. And Belly doesn't need any clarification. She knows who this him is. Yes. She goes down to the beach where Conrad is, very upset, sitting by the ocean. No mm-hmm. cake. Cake by the ocean. No cake. That's sad. Why go to the beach if there's no cake? I don't know. They kiss... And he says that he does think about her, but this is not a good time, not how he wants anything to happen, so nothing really can happen between the two of them, and mm-hmm. Belly accepts this for now. And then she ghosts Cam, who tries calling her twice, but she's just straight up ghosting him. And she just spends the rest of summer wanting to spend as much time with Susanna as possible. Mm-hmm. And so they have their final dinner before both families are splitting um, at the end of the summer. And Susanna is, you know, trying to be brave and upbeat about everything, but it's really clear that she's just struggling to face the realization that this was her last summer vacation mm-hmm. with her family, her best friend. This, mm-hmm. this is really it for her. You know, like, like I said, this part was, like, heart-wrenching. Mm-hmm. Um, and that night, Belly, Jeremiah, and Conrad have one last swim together, and they discuss whether, you know, this is going to be the last summer, that they're going to be hanging out at the house together because of everything with, between the cancer and the divorce, but they all agree that, no, they're going to continue hanging out and be friends, be there for each other. And then we cut to the following winter. Belly gets a phone call from a boy saying he is on his way to see her. And she references that it's a four and a house four and a half hour drive from Boston to her house. And she goes out to see who's in the car. It's Conrad. Oh. Wow. Oh. And he's quit smoking. Good for him. And this is when we get to that beginning part, and he's like, Are you still coming with me? And she's like, Oh, you know, of course I'm coming. And she says that everything that happened last summer and every summer before that has led to this point. End of book. Wow. And there's two more books in this series. Yes. Um, I totally forgot that at the end of this book, she ends up with Conrad. Mm-hmm. I believe at the end of the third book, I don't, I didn't read the rest of them, but from looking online, when I was like looking into reading this for the podcast, I believe she ultimately ends up with Jeremiah, which is what I would assume from the setup of this book. Yeah, I, that's what I would guess. But I also, I... Um, I was trying to find fun reviews. I couldn't find any. But I did find that most people said the third book isn't good. They're like, the first two books are just, you know, typical summer summer loves, like, fun, you know, beach reads. And the third one's just, like, weird. Uh-huh. So I'm intrigued to see, because I'm going to read the rest of them eventually. 
but Amazon is turning this into a TV series after right. the success of uh, 12 Boys I Love the, Before. The Netflix success. The Netflix success. Amazon. Somehow. Amazon's like, there's another trilogy. We, they scooped it up. I look at the casting. They got like a newcomer for the main character. Um, for Belly that I've never heard of. And some actress who apparently was on Grey's Anatomy, but I looked her up and I don't think she was like a main character or anything, playing the mom. So really no one of importance is starring in this series. But yeah, that's that book. Great. Yeah, these characters have like, other than Jeremiah, the characters don't matter. I mean, Steve is so irrelevant. He, I mean, he plays leaves. He plays roles in the flashbacks, but like... <laughs> He just straight up, bye. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, that's... But can you imagine that? So she ultimately ends up with Jeremiah, and assuming that they do get married someday, being like, yeah, I grew up with him and his brother, like, at the summer home every year, and I was in love with his brother. We actually dated for a while, but then I was like, nah, Jeremiah. That you're my one true love. Yeah, Mm -hmm. that's awkward. I mean, as I, this is such a short episode, it was, it's whatever. Yeah. I, I did find two reviews worth noting. Mm-hmm. One of them was, the subject line was weird. It was one star. And the description was, huh? <laughs> or was it the other way around? Let me pull that up. Sorry, it was the other way. Oh, no, I was, I was so wrong. It was a four star review. It should be a one star, but it was a four star review. Subject, huh? And then the description, weird. Wow, profound. And then a two-star review from a different person, presumably. Subject line, weird. The description, does anyone else think her name is weird? Wow. (laughs) You'll love to see it. Yeah, everyone else is like, this is an amazing book. I love this book. Wow, I can't put it down. It's not that good. I can. I, I can't believe I read this back in the day. This absolutely sounds like something I would have loved. Hush. Absolutely loved to read it's in like not eighth grade. I mean, out of, out, out of all the beach fiction, this is not my beach filler episode. No. Yeah. Well, any final thoughts? Um, no. Gonna be watching the Amazon series? Absolutely not. Great. No, are you? No. No. Oh. Yeah. I'd like to read something of Jenny Hans that's not YA. I don't know if she's done that yet. No. Oh, wait, I think I, I pulled up her wiki page to see if she had lived in uh, New England. No, she lives in Brooklyn. Jenny! Yeah, she went Let's to... Let's get brunch! She got her MFA at the new school. Oh, nice. Uh, hmm. Let's see. Has she written anything else? Children's books. So I technically read a children's book of hers. Shug? Yeah. I didn't read that, but I know of it. I also forgot that she wrote that. Well, it's, it's Shug, because it's Sugar. It's sh- like, that's like the thing. It's like her nickname. Oh, right. Hold on, let me look up What Burn is Burn for Burn? Burn? It doesn't have a wiki page, so. Um, that's undeniably YA. Oh. It must be, right? What are the, oh. Let me just read this really quick, the description. Yeah. Postcard Perfect Jar Island is home to charming tourist shops, pristine beaches, amazing ocean-front homes, and three girls secretly plotting revenge. Oh my god. Kat is sick and tired of being bullied by her former best friend. Lilia has always looked out for her little sister, so when she discovers that one of her guy friends has been secretly hooking up with her, she's going to put a stop to it. Mary is perpetually haunted by a traumatic event from years past, and the boy who's responsible has yet to get what's coming to him. None of the girls can act on their revenge fantasies alone without being suspected, but together, anything is possible. Anything could happen. With an alliance in place, there will be no more I wish I'd said, or if I could go back and do things differently. These girls will show Jar Island that revenge is a best dish enjoyed together. What is with Jenny Han and these, like, beach locales? I don't know. It's Well, it's a, it was a collab. She wrote it with Siobhan Vivian as well. I don't who know who that is. Siobhan Vivian? Could not tell ya. But, um, yeah, well, looks like she only writes YA. Well, if she ever writes something that's not YA, I'd definitely read it. Maybe someday. Siobhan Vivian is a best-selling American novelist. She hasn't published a book since 2017. Which was Jenny? 
Yeah, the third book in the um, To All the Boys trilogy. Uh, well, that's really it, I think. All right. Well, yeah, so... Not a good book. <laughs> Not my vibe. Um, no, I gotta get back into the weird fantasy shit. Like, well, are, is... aren't you gonna read the Magique book no. soon? <laughs> that's, like, two books from now. Next, because mm. I'm going based off of when I have to return things to the library... What was the other book I picked up from the library? I don't know. Do you know? No. Oh, I mean, I have my book I can pull up. Well, next week will be a middle school favorite. We're diving into my seventh grade obsession of synesthesia. 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 Yes. What? I'm going to leave you in mystery until next week. Oh, well, my next one is High Society by Allie Carter. Oh, nice. Which is literally just a Gallagher Girls AU. Nice. That she wrote. Nice. And partially will be a lot of me talking about how I want to be an international art thief. Are you an international super spy? I can neither confirm nor deny that on this podcast. All right, goodbye. Bye. Wait, <laughs> social media plug. Oh, yeah. If you, please, if you email us, I will send you, like, a postcard or something in the mail. As a, like, we just want, like, a fun email from someone. Yeah, somebody. I want to read an email on the podcast. Yeah. So email us. At okay, wa- cute, exclusive kitten pics. Yes. We got two cute cats to send you pictures of. Um, so that's whybookpodcast at gmail.com. W-H-Y-A-B-O-O. K P O D C A S T at gmail.com. Okay, you can also follow us on TikTok. I was really expecting you to just like stop and like you're gonna edit, <laughs> edit the podcast so it stops halfway through me spelling out the email. <laughs> but yeah, we have a TikTok, Instagram, Twitter. Just search why a book and podcast and it'll pop yeah, up on all of them. You'll find it. All right. Well, yeah. This is for now. This is a disappointing book. We gotta go feed our cats. Bye. Bye. Bye.